Hey, it's Garbage Brain University. I'm Drew Toothpaste. I'm Natalie D. Today we're talking... Plumbing. That stuff inside your house. That's the stuff with the water in it. It goes everywhere. It's not just in your house. It's in your friend's house. Your neighbor's house. You might even have it at work. Right. Gas stations. Oh, that's a good one. <laughs> I think the gas station is probably the cultural hub of America. I think 20, 30 years from now, everybody will agree with me. Right. That's where everyone has to go. You you have to go there, and if you're going on a road trip, it's a treat right. to go inside and pick out all your stuff. Because I just like to pick out treats, man. To me, I will not go in the gas station and pick out treats unless I get the sensation that there's like a journey. Right. Either I'm walking a ways and it's gonna take me a while to get back home or get to where I'm going, or I'm on a road trip and I'm driving a long ways. Right, right. I like, going to the gas station is like one of those places where you feel like you can have whatever you want. Like usually you go in places and you have like a budget. You're like, oh man, I can't spend that much money. Oh, that's too expensive. Or you go and you're like, I'm gonna get this thing. You go, you get sticker shock and you leave, right? You go gas the- station, wherever you want, baby, you get it. You're going to the grocery, you're like, these are my supplies for my family. Right. These are my supplies for my household. These are my next seven lunches and dinners. Right. (laughs) But the gas station, it's pure pleasure. Right. It's like Twinkies. No, don't get Twinkies. Those aren't good. Get something different. Oh, we're going to get ho-hos. Munchos. Munchos. Munchos are the fucking best. Those are the best thing you can get at the gas station, in my opinion. I've I've said that before on this podcast. Munchos should sponsor us. Man, if you have a group chat, this is a treat. If you have a group chat, just ask your group chat, what do you get? And and I mean, our Discord is a group chat of sorts. If you're not there already, patreon.com slash garbagebrainuniversity. Easy Earl, go right in, walk right in. Everybody will say just hi. Just a tip. <laughs> Slip it in. <laughs> so if you're in the Discord, shout out. What is your gas station order? What's your what's your gas station combo? Munchos and a Diet Coke and soft batch cookies. That's solid. <laughs> Salty, sweet, and refreshing. Mm-hmm. I think I would go Monster Zero. I think I would go some kind of beef jerky. And then I would go like a peanut butter protein bar. Yeah, that's exactly what I would get for you. If you if you said, go get me something at the gas station and you didn't tell me what, that's probably what I would guess. Yeah. And then that's exactly, that's what I would eat for like the first half of the day. Because I'm not going to eat and then have to take a crap while I'm driving somewhere. Right, right. That's like a really great thing to eat if you want to make sure you're not going to crap. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That'll, all the way. It'll get you all the way to where you're going. You get there. You don't have to crap immediately. Well, see, I don't have to worry about that because like if I'm going to go on a trip, I can guarantee you that I'm not going to crap the whole time because I'm going to be keyed up. My pillow's going to be like in the wrong spot and my bed's going to smell weird and my sheets are going to be scratchy and I'm just going to clench my butthole up and I'm not going to poop until I get home. <laughs> <laughs> I just know how I roll. I don't have to worry about it. (laughs) So I don't really ever put any stress on uh, non-hometown plumbing systems. See? In a circle, put a bow on it. Just right there. Brought it right back to plumbing. Not going to use out-of-town plumbing because I don't don't have to poop there. So, Natalie. What? What is plumbing? Plumbing is any system that conveys fluid for a wide range of applications. And so you would have pipes, valves, plumbing fixtures, tanks, and other apparatuses that would convey fluids. And so you would use it for heating and cooling, waste removal, water delivery, etc., etc. So so are that what they're saying is like if there's not water in the pipes, it's some other liquid, it's still called plumbing. Yeah. Yeah, like natural gas. That's plumbing too. Right. You worked in factories where you had weird shit in the plumbing, haven't you? Yeah, we sure did. We would have uh, glass-lined pipes in some parts, which were really expensive and as you would imagine if somebody ran a forklift into them they would break right Uh uh-huh and uh we'd have pipes made out of monel which was like a a nickel alloy we had pipes made out of all kinds of shit because the stuff you have to put through there in a factory it's hot 
it's acidic or basic or corrosive or whatever the fuck. It's awful shit. Like flaming hot isopropyl alcohol. <laughs> that's a that's a flavor idea for, for 2022. Like, let's get them. As of right now, you're allowed to buy Frito Lay. I don't know. They may go back on strike. They probably should. Yeah, we're not buying. You know what? There's Kellogg's. You're not supposed to buy Kellogg's, but you know what? I was looking at the list. I don't like anything on that list anyway. Well, they they said that they reached an agreement, but yeah. Uh, yeah, nah, I'll believe when I see it. When I see Ke- Kellogg's employees saying, oh, I went back to my job at Kellogg's and now my life is great, then I'll believe it. Yeah. But until then, I'm just like, yeah, right. I'm still going to continue not eating any of that stuff. Like, none of that stuff is good for you anyway. Y'all like Cheez-Its, though. <laughs> I would eat, I would eat. Cheez-Its. You know what? I haven't bought any Cheez-Its. I don't like them that much. They're good, but you know. I, I got you turned on to pretzel rods. Yeah. I'm a pretzel muncher now. <laughs> I'm, entering, I'm entering a new phase like the Queen of England. Right. Right. I used to always get pretzel rods from the 5-0, which was like this uh, drive through like beer hut. A pony keg. Yeah. We used to walk down there and they had a counter where they had candy. You could buy like an individual pretzel rod. You could buy one pretzel uh-huh. rod at a time? How much was it? It was like a penny or something like that. You could buy uh, Sour Patch Kids, buy the single Sour Patch Kids. <laughs> <laughs> oh my it was God. Like, it was like everything was like Lucy's. And so we would go down there and get yeah, some candy. Scrounge some change and get some Lucy candy. Uh-huh. <laughs> It wasn't like bulk bins. It was like absolutely a gas station feel, but yeah. That's where I developed my taste for the pretzel rods. Those loose pretzel rods were delicious. Now, now you count out how many pretzel rods you need. I'm going to go get a huge amount of beer and hand it directly to a man driving a car. <laughs> oh, you know what? You laugh about those drive throughs all you want, but when I used to smoke cigarettes, they were my fucking favorite. Like, just be able to drive through and get cigarettes. Well, sure. There's nothing wrong with a drive with a drive-through beer. And place. I like driving through a building. It's novel. It's like you don't really get that opportunity very often. It makes you feel like you're on a mission. Uh-huh. Yeah, right. Like something's about to go down. <laughs> We've got to stop at the supply depot. We should open our own beer drive-through. I don't think there's any on this side of town. We should just collab with the the folks across the street. <laughs> just build a roof and build over. it right over the road, dude. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure they would be down with it. <laughs> See, and the thing is, anybody passing through that's a potential customer, sure, right. they could go right through, but if you're on your way home. Why wouldn't you? You would just why buy some paper and fuck of it. You would just, you would stop every day and you'd say hi to me. <laughs> What's up? We'd be sitting there underneath our little overhang. We'd be like, you want some chips? We got barbecue chips. We got black and miles. We got Mountain Dew. What do you want, baby? We got, you got some Bud Light. <laughs> Got some Jose Cuervo. What do you want, baby? Come on. I don't think there's. <laughs> I don't think there's any way to lose with that. Right. I mean, who doesn't want that stuff going home? Like when you're coming home at the end of the day, and you got the fucking pony keg drive-through going over, like arching over your street. Like, why wouldn't you stop every time? Get if, a it was, if it was, if it was. If it was up the street from me, I'd make sure to drive through it. Right. I would go out of my way right. to drive through it. You'd be stupid it. not to buy something. Like, why don't you want a frozen Snickers bar? Why don't you want, like, who fucking knows? Whatever you fucking want. Whatever you want. Whatever garbage food you want. You want some of those uppers? You want some of those yellow jackets? We got some of those. I <laughs> got some of those weird boner pills that probably won't do anything for your boner. Anything you want. <laughs> Just simple pleasures, so so easy to, to get, like, just on your way home. You know what we need to do is we need to sell this as a franchise, and everybody can b- build one over their street. Like when Sears sold those lustron homes that you could just put yeah. together uh-huh. out of aluminum panels? Right, this is going to be the new Uber, only we're going to sell little pop-up pony kegs to put on your street. We're going to be the one. <laughs> this is like Uber, except we're going to make all the money. Yeah, we're going to be the ones making all that Uber money. We'll just take some of their tips. <laughs> take any of your tips we're just gonna wholesale them all the stuff inside the buildings get really great deals on pickles and pretzels what if we do uber but good for pickles <laughs> uh, you, you can't beat it right so what do you know about plumbing how old do you think it is it's so old romans roman times yeah julius 
Claudius, Maximilian, all those guys, they love to hook up the aqueducts and yeah. they use the plumbing. I don't know. I don't know how far the plumbing went. It seems like if I think about Roman times, it seems like they probably had the plumbing going into bathhouses and stuff. They probably didn't go in your home unless you were rich, right? Right, probably not. Um, well, the Mesopotamians had sewer pipes in 4000 BC. Oh, shit. So that was a long time ago. And they would use that to remove wastewater and to capture rainwater and et cetera, et cetera, right? Um, they had latrines that were connected to sewer pipes in 3200 BC, and all of the pipes had detachable and replaceable segments, so they were able to like keep them functional, right? Uh-huh. So that was pretty long ago, right? So they were making earthenware pipes, so like clay pipes, right? They first started using copper pipes in 2400 BC in Egypt. Wow, really? Mm-hmm. I thought they went through lead. I thought they there was had, a big lead pipe phase. That was in Rome. They had lead pipes. In Egypt, they had copper pipes. Curious that in Egypt, they were doing the smarter thing. Right. Now, we have copper pipes now. Right. People have copper pipes in their in their homes now. Right. Of course, when they brought out copper piping, they were originally soldered together with lead. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, you know... Yeah, right. There's always room for improvement. Right. We were talking the other day about the Chronovisor. I think that if I was able to check out anything with the Chronovisor, I think I would be very tempted to check out ancient Egypt. I just think that they had so much shit going on there that people just have no fucking idea. I think a large amount of what was happening there got looted. Right. And I think if you went and you watched the day today... I think it would be very interesting, and I think culturally there's probably some freaky shit happening right. that you could check out. I want to know if they, had, if they were having, like, electricity. I want to know if they had, like, crazy shit going on. I want to know, like, what they were doing with the pyramid shit. Yeah, because the thing is, is the pyramids may have, it may have been possible to generate electricity with the pyramids. And I don't mean, like, I don't mean, like, stupid imaginary shit i mean like they found evidence that there's like some dielectric material on the pyramids that could have been used to generate electricity right with the photoelectric effect and what do they use the electricity for i don't know whatever they wanted whatever they wanted (laughs) and also the pyramids used to be covered with all that like white granite and had gold caps and stuff on it which would even loan it even more to conducting well shit uh, yeah, and I mean, if they had a dielectric layer that could store a charge, and then you had something that was generating electricity through the photoelectric or photovoltaic effect or whatever, hey, you know, I I think it would be worth a look next time you're in the basement of the Vatican. <laughs> just go. You're going to dip in there. You're going to see some funky guys with snakes on their heads. You're going to be like, this is it. And you're going to pan the chronovisor across, and you're going to see somebody pulling a fully re charged quadcopter off of the base of the Great Pyramid. (laughs) Starts buzzing that sucker around. God damn it. (laughs) I need to find that SD card. Right, right. (laughs) So they were originally using lead pipes in ancient Rome, right? And they basically used lead for a lot of the potable water until world war ii when they realized that they shouldn't do that yeah i thought that they would have figured that out before then <laughs> lead poisoning we really didn't know what was up with that until fairly recently right. that was a big uh-oh <laughs> i love stuff like okay well it could be taken out of context if i say i love lead poisoning <laughs> but i love things that pull back the curtain and reveal that we're really not as advanced as we tell each other. Right, right. Stuff like not realizing cigarettes are bad for you. You know what? I really believe, like, when it comes to stuff like cigarettes being bad for you and, like, lead pipes and et cetera, et cetera, I feel like a lot of that stuff isn't so much that we do not recognize that it is affecting us badly as much as it is us not wanting to that to be true and so we're like ignoring it because it's inconvenient oh yeah right yeah like i'm sure they noticed that the lead pipes were a problem but they were like 
uh, I really don't want to have to replace the entire sewage system. And then coincidentally, then World War II, when everyone got bombed back to the Stone Age, then they decided they didn't like lead pipes anymore, so you're going to replace the pipes anyway. Oh, my God. <laughs> Man, I could really, you know, recent events really cast the past in a different light because it lets you know that really, you know, a little bit of trouble happens and we're right. We're right back there. We're right back. The there. only difference between us and people in like the Middle Ages or people in like ancient history times, <laughs> the only difference between us and those guys is that our stuff is different. That is the only thing that's different about us is that the things that we use, like the technology that we use in order to do the stuff we do every day is just slightly different. On a biological level, Yeah, we are absolutely no different at all than anybody else who has ever existed. I think that I think you're right. There's not been enough time for evolution. And I think that we maybe are, in general, we're maybe 10 or 20% smarter just because of vitamins. Right. And getting adequate calories. Right. And we're like very barely smarter. Yeah. Yeah. We're just, <laughs> we're, we're coming closer to maxing out our potential of our horrible little monkey genes. Right. Right. I feel like, like we have too much technology for the level of evolution we've attained. I feel like we maybe got a lot of our technology a little early for what is beneficial to us as a species i feel like we really needed to get a little bit more emotional maturity and get like a little bit more like experience in running like very functional societies before we got all this technology and like weapons technology and like computer technology and shit i don't think that we're evolved enough to use any of that stuff responsibly i think so and i think maybe having this stuff that we're not using responsibly maybe is a way to push the actual evolution like the idea that you finally you know what your next barrier is to conquer right like once you go past like the apple two, like you're starting to fuck up <laughs> just in terms of how good our brains are right <laughs> Like, I was just thinking about it the other day, and you reminded me just now. You said, well, we have different stuff now. We have different stuff. When I was a kid, I didn't read a lot about... I mean, I did... I had read some about ancient Egypt and stuff. You just happen across it in the encyclopedia or whatever. And I remember as a kid, my idea of ancient Egypt was that, first of all, obviously I assumed they wore the headdresses. Mm -hmm. The headdress is only worn by royalty. Second of all, I just assumed that because of the pyramids, that you know how, like, in our house, like, we have we have a painting in the living room, and it's a rectangle? Uh-huh. <laughs> I just assumed all their pictures and stuff were just triangles. <laughs> That's the wrong assumption. <laughs> And so you could fit them because all the walls are slanted. <laughs> right, right, right. I never really thought very much about Egypt until like probably the last couple of years. <laughs> I was just like, yeah, there it is. Well, I had, uh, I'm sure I mentioned this before, but uh, I, I had a coin collection when I was a kid, which was not so much that I was uh, numismatic or whatever. It was more that my parents always went to antique shows. And so they would just suggest that they get stuff for me. And I was like, fine. And they're, and they're like, why don't you get some coins and have a coin collection? I was like, fine. I, I guess it's fine. It's not the worst thing you can collect. So I had a bunch of them. And uh, I think my mom, one day, she dug out some old coins. And she's like, put these in your coin collection. And they were coins from Egypt uh -huh. from like the 50s or 60s. And I was like, oh, OK, Egypt, cool. She's like, hey, your grandparents went to Egypt. And I was like, oh, OK. And then it wasn't until much later in life. Finally, she brought them up to the house or something, my old coin collection. I was flipping through them and I was like, damn, you went to Egypt? <laughs> like that just it seems like a very fraught thing for old people from Kentucky. Right, how did that happen? Like these are like very like salt of the earth, like farm folk from Kentucky. <laughs> how did they end up going to Egypt? They just wanted to, and I guess they flew there. I don't have any other information. I think I asked my mom, she's like, uh -huh. <laughs> Which to be fair, she did. if you don't know, you don't know. Right, right. 
But I guess, I, but I mean, she would have been, uh, she would have been living with them at the time. So it was like they went to Egypt and they came home and they were like, hey, we're home from Egypt. <laughs> that was a trip. <laughs> I'm sure air travel in the 50s or 60s must have been lovely compared to how it is now. I just know like here, like with your folks and having them being like, oh, I don't know about that. What are you eating there? Fish? <laughs> Like the idea of like thinking about about your grandparents going to Egypt. What did they eat when they were there? Oh, I, I, don't I just know. want to hear stories about how this happened. I would I would love to as well. That's why we're that's why we need to get our hands on this chronovisor. Right. That's one thing to look at the chronovisor. Your grandparents in Egypt. I want to see what they were up to. Man, there's no what they could have been spying or something. <laughs> would they be <laughs> CIA do not listen. <laughs> Weren't they just like school teachers also? <laughs> they were probably being very politely interested all over the whole place and then just being very picky about everything they ate. That's what I think probably happened. <laughs> you think they went over there, they checked out all the stuff and they ate plain pita bread for like four days? <laughs> Would you like an olive? No, thank you. Thomas, this is kind of like peanut butter. No. No. <laughs> no, they wouldn't. I the know hummus. they would not have liked hummus because when I was a, a kid, I was probably like 14, 15, 16, and I started having the ability to get my own food and I started to be able to be autonomous and mm-hmm. go leave my home and go somewhere. And uh, one time I, I went to the store with my folks and I was like, you should get some hummus. I told my mom. I was like, oh, hummus. <laughs> what? I got it. And then I, I don't know, we got it. And, and, you know, I had some of my friends came over and my mom, she told multiple people, she was like, the kids are eating this stuff now called hummus. They all love it. It's so weird. <laughs> it's beans and oil. <laughs> A little bit of lemon juice. It's the... My mom used to always talk about you eating hummus all the time, too. Andy just eats all that hummus all the time. <laughs> it's not that weird of a food. It's like baby paste. Uh-huh. No, no, would eat it with a spoon when she was a baby. It's not challenging no. food. No. I guess it just must seem very foreign to people who are only finding themselves eating American food or people who who do not have broad food horizons, which is totally which is totally fine. It's understandable for a lot of people. There's nothing wrong with just eating a few things. Right. If if that's what you want to do, go for it. But I very much as soon as I could dig anything up that was not in the house, I would go eat something different. I think that's probably my thirst for novelty is what drives me to do things like drink gin, which tastes like poison. Right. Right. <laughs> Sometimes the more poisonous something is, I want it. I got this this chili stuff. I've been I've been getting chili oil for a long time, uh-huh. like the Szechuan chili oil, the red chilies, the Szechuan peppercorns. I started getting this Laogan Ma spicy chili crisp. It's got a little funky note in it, like somebody pooped in it. <laughs> it's fine. I looked in it. It's just fermented soybeans, which would also happen if you ate soybeans and pooped them. Right. <laughs> So if you don't like that, it's totally understandable. I like how it's kind of gross, and it makes me feel a little bit like I'm getting poisoned. I like things to be a little bit funky. Funkiness is a note that I have absolutely no problem with. You like it when you're digging around in a big bag of pistachios and you get a rotten I one? Like the, yeah, I like getting a rotten pistachio, I will admit. And they, it's always a surprise. You're like, oh, hey, you're rotten. <laughs> They're not that bad. They're not like foul, like a dead mouse or yeah. something. They're <laughs> yeah, just, they're not. <laughs> they just have definitely a different wang. You're like, ooh, aged pistachio. Yeah, <laughs> funky. Little funky guy. I'm into it. A little fungus got him or something, and then I ate him. Right, right. <laughs> so um, did you know that in ancient Rome they had lead pipes for all their plumbing but they didn't really get lead poisoning because there was so much calcium in the water there that it made like scum inside the pipes which prevented the lead from leaching out oh really Mm -hmm. and so the way that the romans usually got lead poisoning was from their pots and pans that they would cook in they used to put it in their wine, too. Yeah, uh-huh. They would use it as a preservative in food and stuff like that. And so that is how they got their lead poisoning. They didn't get it from the water. <laughs> <laughs>
Um, and in in London, they used wooden pipes, which seems like a bad idea. How did they do that? They hollowed out a log, <laughs> and then they would hook them together with hot animal fat. That sounds like the worst way to make pipes. They also had those kind of pipes in Philadelphia, Boston, and Montreal in the 1800s. Again, bad idea. Seems like the worst idea. As soon as you're finished making pipes, you have to go and replace them. So what would they? What were these pipes for? Were they sewage pipes? Water pipes? Water pipes? It seems like they're water pipes, man. How do you... Never mind. I'm going to ask you, how do you hook a faucet onto a wooden log glued together with animal fat? <laughs> Your faucet would suck. And the answer is very carefully, right, I guess. Right. I can't. I can't imagine what the water pressure was like back then. It was probably like one. <laughs> yeah, it was like it wasn't like pressure. It was like gravity, baby. Water gravity. <laughs> it moved to the speed of gravity. <laughs> it's like trickle, trickle, trickle. Right. Yeah. So. Here's here's the thing we're going to talk about right now. And this is a thing that I don't have any experience with. Maybe you do. Uh, septic tanks. I don't have any experience with septic tanks personally. Okay, so that is like an underground shit pit, right? Yeah, when you, when you poop or you run the shower or you run your faucet, the wastewater goes into the big tank. Right. And then it... Does it eventually flow on to treat to treatment after that, or is it just like hang out in your yard forever? Well, we actually talked about this on the Discord a little while ago because somebody in the Discord was having their septic tank pumped. And I was like, and we talked about it and I looked up some stuff about it because I realized I was not sure how it worked. And the more I thought about it, the more I was like, if I took like six showers and there was a tank in the yard, like the tank would have to fill up. Right. And it turns out that the septic tank is like a settling tank. It's pretty big. I mean, I don't know how many gallons or whatever. Uh, between a thousand and two thousand gallons. Well, that's pretty large. Yeah. So it so it dumps. You know, when you flush your toilet. That's like a, that's like five gallons. Yeah, the toilet's meal goes right into the septic tank. When you run your shower, your soap and your hair that comes off your body goes into the septic tank. But there's like sludge on the bottom. All the solid material settles down there, and that's where you get your bacteria that set up and just eat the shit. Right. And then you have a middle layer that's, like, mostly water. It's just cruddy cruddy water. Uh And then you have, like, some scum and foam floating on top. Well, in the middle section, when there's only water, there is, like, a, a pipe that goes out of the septic tank, and then it goes out into your yard... And it's like a, a perforated pipe and there's like gravel and shit underground and it le- and the water just goes out and drains into your yard. So what about all your soap and cleaning products and all that kind of stuff? Isn't that stuff like not very good to put in the dirt? Nope. It's just, who cares, baby? It just goes in the dirt. It just goes out into oh. the yard and it just gets drained out into the earth. So now you're going to be growing your vegetables and Mr. Clean? Well, I mean, I don't know. I don't have any idea as to how well the bacteria in the septic tank treat that stuff. I would imagine that if you do have a septic tank, you would not be routinely flushing like big bottles of bleach down there. Right. Because you wouldn't want to kill the bacteria and there's stuff. So that's when they say septic tank safe. That's what yeah. it means. Yeah. I thought that just mean it wouldn't get clogged up. Well, I think the clog is a separate issue. I think the clogs get to everyone. Right. <laughs> Yeah, that's just you'd have an extra huge poop one day. Maybe. I think the clog, when people get stuff clogged, I think a lot of it is like fat. Yeah. And uh-huh. stuff from cooking. Right. I think it is uh, hygiene products that shouldn't be flushed, like wet wipes are a big culprit these days. Okay, so um, it says that you get an accumulation of sludge which they also call fecal sludge. And the rate of fecal sludge accumulation is faster than the rate of decomposition. So you have to have someone come out once in a while and suck it out. Yeah. That seems like so bad for morale. Like, come suck out my poop for me, please. Come and suck out my poop is kind of what you... (laughs) That's what you ask the toilet to do. (laughs) What? (laughs) You just walk into the bathroom in the morning with your folded up newspaper you pat that sucker on the tank and you say hey buddy you hungry (laughs) is that what you say (laughs) and you haven't sucked the shit out of your ass
traumatic. <laughs> he loves it. I'm sure he does. He's fucking disgusting. <laughs> to get your septic tank pumped out like a thousand dollars i have no idea i need to look this up this is information i need to find out here how much does it cost to pump septic tank um between 295 and 610 dollars depends on how hard you shit i guess that seems like a lot to have someone take your poop away that you thought was gone when you pooped it out like two months ago can you imagine having to deal with your poops from two months ago well i think i don't think you have to do it every two months I think it probably takes a lot longer. Six months ago. That's even worse. I don't think you have to get your septic tank pumped every six months. I don't <laughs> think anybody would have one if they had to do it that often. Um, oh, okay. So, yeah, in the notes it says that you only have to do it maybe every 10 or 20 years. I mean, that's not bad at all. Something that if, if there's something that goes wrong in your house every 20 years and it costs you like two or three hundred dollars to fix, that is like... Whew, Next that was... time it'll cost $800, though. Yeah. Just watch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know how that shit goes. Yep. <laughs> um, 20% of all houses in the United States have septic tanks. That's like a country people thing. People out in the country or out in the county. Outside of the city, at least. Suburban, yeah. rural people. Yeah. I don't think anyone in our area has septic tanks. No, because we live in the middle of the city. Right. I mean, once you go outside of the city limits, then whatever place you're dealing with has to either have a deal with the city to deal with the with the municipal water and sewer of the city, or they have to have something else set up. Right. Interesting to think about. I never really thought about septic tanks, but now I feel very educated about them. What about garbage disposals? I think garbage disposals are the most stupidest thing in the house. I have clogged the garbage disposal. I think we moved into a place with a garbage disposal and the first month we were there, I clogged it. <laughs> and I was like, hey, the garbage disposal is clogged up. So we got some guy out and he's like, oh yeah, garbage disposal. And he's like, are you using it? We were like, yeah, it disposes garbage. And he's like, no, no, don't use that. <laughs> and I was like, what do you mean? He's like, you can't use those. Yeah, that's what it is. Well, I have it, man. Like, I don't use it. The only thing I use it for is if this drain gets slow. I don't ever, ever put anything down there. Anything that ever goes down the garbage disposal is like, oops, accidental. If you're, like, rinsing off dishes and, like, some little pieces of cooked food go down there, that's fine. Right. But you can't intentionally put food in the garbage (laughs) disposal. Like, I, I... it has just never worked. And I think the one time the guy came out and he was like, well, what did you put in it? And I was like, potato peels from about 15 potatoes. <laughs> and see, that's what he did. Chicken he, bones. <laughs> he thought it was the funniest thing he had ever heard. <laughs> He did the exact same thing you did. I want a garbage disposal that will fuck up like a whole roast. I want one that you can put like whatever you want down it. Were they, did they ever work? What was the, <laughs> what was the point of the garbage disposal to begin with? Um, it is supposed to shred food waste small enough to pass through plumbing, allegedly. And it was invented in the 40s, right? The first one was called the Insincorator. I've, uh, I think we've had one that had that brand name uh-huh. on it, yeah. Right. So they haven't upgraded it since the 40s. Maybe that's part of the problem. Yeah. So you're supposed to put food scraps um, down them because they cause problems with municipal waste. And so they were kind of encouraged by municipal areas to, like, chop up any kind of food so it doesn't get in in the sewage system. Right? Okay. And so the idea is that if you use it, then... The municipal waste company is able to treat the water with bits of food in it just as if it was just water, right? Because they cut cuts it up fine enough. I guess they just don't work that good. There's so many things you cannot put down it. So the idea is that the garbage disposal shreds up your food, you dump in it until it is the consistency of poop. <laughs> yeah, right, right. <laughs> and then it's just poop at that point. They should have called it the impooperator. <laughs> So let's have a, you want to have a quiz? I think I want to. Here's a quiz. 
I have a list of, I don't know, like 15 or 20 different things you can't put in the garbage disposal. Guess. Guess what you can't put down there's it. There's a... Okay. I'm surprised that there's actually a list as opposed to just a general prohibition. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14. I have 15. I said 15, didn't I? 15 or yeah, 20. Yeah, yeah. I'm good estimator. Well, potato peels. Um, or it, potatoes. Potato peels are on the list. Man, you went straight for the thing that is on the list of not to put down there. And you went right right in there. That's the one I did. <laughs> That's the last time I ever used a garbage disposal. Right. <laughs> probably, you said chicken bones. Probably bones. Probably animal bones. Bones. People bones. I mean. You can't ob- do people bones. Obviously, you couldn't put big beef bones down there. But I think even like chicken wings and stuff. It's not going to work. The bones of a man. <laughs> <laughs> Probably you can't, I think probably you couldn't put bread down there like hoagie buns. <laughs> um, like, i no. just imagining, it's not on the list? I was, ima- your hoagie buns on it. <laughs> I was imagining taking a big stale hoagie bun and feeding it into the insincorator like a pencil in a pencil sharpener. I think that if you got a hoagie bun wet with water and then it got insincorated, it would turn into like glue. And that's like ready to go, baby. And this is, the list is all food. Yeah, kind of. Kind of. Sure, a little bit. <laughs> Mostly. <laughs> uh, rice. What about rice? Um. Uh, so I'm thinking about the rice expanding. Nope. Go ahead and put it down this garbage disposal. <laughs> it's already little guys. It's ready to go. A little teeny. Yeah, maybe. I still wouldn't. I still wouldn't <laughs> trust it. You have trust issues. Yeah. Last time I moved into a house, they bragged to me that they had something that disposes your garbage. The first thing I do is put garbage in it, and I have to pay a guy $200 to tell me I can't put garbage in my garbage disposal. Right. That's like if you brought the, brought the plumber into the bathroom, and he's like, oh, no, you can't poop in here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Why is that acceptable? <laughs> That's a situation designed to give me trust issues. Right, right. Trying to think of uh, uh, Twizzlers. No, go ahead and put those Twizzlers down there. Twizzlers are... <laughs> How about saltwater taffy? <laughs> That's okay for disposal, too. It's okay. <laughs> Dispose it. <laughs> I've, I've had the gas station discussion in, like, four different groups of people, at least, over the years. And one time, somebody told me, or told the group, I suppose, that they... They got Twizzlers. Twizzlers was their gas station pick, and everybody was like, you're a fucking psycho. <laughs> I, you know what? I am not usually a Twizzler person, but I'm thinking about it. I would have some Twizzlers right now if you gave me one. Just go, you can get anything. Sometimes you go, and they have the little Krispy Kremes on the end cap, and you're going to get Twizzlers, man. This is fucked. Uh, you know what? The number one King Kong gas station treat of all time? Peanut butter tasty cakes. Oh, yeah. Only available in the Northeast, baby. But they really are a treat that can't be beat. Right. So what what else would you not be able to I got put? a big long list of uh, of shit. Celery. No. So you can straight up put celery? Oh, no. Pumpkins and fibrous vegetables. I'll give it to you just because you're cute today. Gosh, I'm glad I dressed up. <laughs> I'm just thinking I can't even eat. I can't even eat celery. So there's no way Insincorator could eat it. <laughs> Sinkerator. What else? I'm thinking about all the prohibitions I have on food. How about anything a child has looked at? <laughs> a child's laughter? Go ahead. Put it in. <laughs> Child-sighted food. I believe this should be labeled more often. Right. Kids with their little grubby eyes looking at your food. Stupid eyes. Idiots. <laughs> Stop looking at that stuff, you dumb bitch. <laughs> I'll tell you when you can look. Yeah, see, I'm not the only... <laughs> I'm glad I brought it up because it's apparently a common thing. Stop looking! Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and they won't, will they? No, uh, they never do. <laughs> <laughs> what are people even trying to put down their fucking uh, pizza? No, pizza's okay to put down this thing. Put the pizza down. Even it. after it's <laughs> even after it's cold. Yeah, yeah. you could even chew it up. <laughs> well, that would help it. <laughs> no, 
no, the, the instant grader doesn't like when you do that. <laughs> oh, you think it's like disrespectful? It's yeah, like, it you think uh-huh. I can't chew that pizza? Right. <laughs> I, gosh, I don't know. Snowballs. No. Like the cold outside ones. I was thinking it might seize the gears up or something. It would melt. Uh, how about ice? Ice cubes. No, you go ahead and put that down there too. Jesus Christ. Actually, that's what I would put down there if I wanted to like clean my garbage disposal. You would clean it with ice? I would put some ice cubes down there. I would put hot water. Uh, the ice cubes would and it would like scrub the blades and oh. scrub the inside of it. Oh, that's like when you turn in... Put a little salt in it and put a little ice cubes and then maybe like put something that smells good down there. Wow. That's that's like when you uh, when you turn an oven on so hot it cleans itself. Right. Uh-huh. That's smart. Uh, Natalie, I... You don't know anything. I don't know anything else about what... I don't... I can't think of anything else that you could eat that it would not like. Paint. Paint? What <laughs> That's the first thing on the list. That's the first thing on the... (laughs) That implies that paint is the thing that people are most commonly just trying to feed that sucker. Dumping it. Dumping it. It's the big Sherwin-Williams right Right. in there, buddy. Right. Paint. Coffee grounds. Yeah. That's like dirt. Yeah. I could see why people would want to do that because your coffee maker is always right there. But of course you don't do that. Right. Skeddy. Oh, really? Why? I don't know. It says that it's pasta. It says pasta on the list. I bet it's so gummy. Uh-huh. I bet it's gummy and it gums up. Yeah. Or it's burnt. Burnt pasta? Like yeah. from your microwave? Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I would eat it if it was burnt. <laughs> Who would eat the pasta that a child has looked at? <laughs> Certainly not me. Has <laughs> this pasta been seen by a child? No, I don't want it. You said bones. Bones was correct. Oatmeal. Nuts. That's, why would you not why just put those you? in the garbage can? You idiot. You think, like, a a big Christmas food for my family was my dad would always buy a bag of unshelled nuts and then sit there and crack them. I don't know why. It's it's an activity. Yeah, I guess it's an an activity slash snack. Mm -hmm. Snacktivity. Oh, my God. (laughs) That's why it's so genius. Those words slide right onto each other like Legos. Right. Who is dumping their nuts? (laughs) Why would you just give it to the squirrels? You're a fucking sadist. I've never bought any nuts in the house that have lasted beyond like 48 hours. Right. They're fucking gone. Right. <laughs> You're putting on the garbage as a puddle. You fucking idiot. Uh, uh, onion skins, eggshells, trash in general. Like, <laughs> just Twix like wrappers. junk mail. <laughs> Paper towels. <laughs> um, fruit pits. Cleaning chemicals. How do you clean your sink? No, you got to put a little bit of chemicals down there. Right. It's going to stink. <laughs> Corn husks. Oh, my God. Just turn the garbage disposal on and let it run as you're shucking the corn. And just <laughs> stuffing those motherfuckers down the insinkerator. Right. That's ridiculous. Seafood shells. Do they, do they mean like shrimp or do you think they mean like mussels? <laughs> Clamps. They mean clams? Yeah, I mean clams. Scallops. Those are very hard. Lobster tails. <laughs> this uh, clam shells are hard. Yeah, right. So I can't imagine the yeah. noise that would make. Caca noise. It'd be like starting up a chainsaw and trying to cut the beach in half. <laughs> it's awful. Yeah. It's like a, it's like one of those horrible fish that makes sand. The parrot fish that chew the coral mm-hmm. up. Yeah, <laughs> right, right. Did you know that Albert Einstein said that if he was going to do his whole life over again, he would be a plumber? Did he say that? Well, he wasn't as he wasn't as smart as he thought then. I mean, it might be cool to be a plumber. I think it's fun to fix people's problems, but I feel like anybody who has some idealistic view of manual labor and thinks it would be really fun like has never done manual labor right 
I think anybody who's like, man, I wish one day I could just work in a factory and just chill out, just stamping some stuff out of metal. I think there's a difference between working in a factory and like having uh, a job where it's like you work on your own and you go from place to place and it's like you're like the king of plumbing. You're going to go and fix those people's shit. They'll be like, thank you, sir, and give you money, right? That's like, that's to me seems like a pretty fulfilling career. Yeah. I mean, it... uh Also, if you know a lot about something and you can go over and you're just like, oh, yeah, this is probably probably just got a dude wipe in your elbow. (laughs) Right. I mean, in your plumbing elbow. Right. I mean, whenever you get those guys coming over, you always want them to come over so bad. You're always so happy to see them. You've been waiting for days for them to be able to come over and fix your thing. And they're there to fix your dishwasher, fix your sink or fix your whatever the fuck. You're like, thank you for fixing my shit. Oh, I had to fucking take a shower in the downstairs bathroom. It was fucked up. Right? Yeah, well, I, I guess I could see that. I guess Einstein probably wasn't thanked directly, like, with the urgency of somebody who hasn't shit in their own house for a week. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody was ever, oh, my God, bro. I mean, I feel like I feel like certain jobs probably, like, open you up to a lot more, like, genuine human interactions where you feel like you truly are helping people and then you feel, like, their gratitude. You know the guy who who probably feels most appreciated is the air conditioner repairman. Yeah, yeah, I I would kiss him when like he showed the, up on a fucking August day. The AC repairman in July or August. You love he to see is him walking on water, baby. Right, the AEP guy after you haven't had power for four hours. Oh yeah, they you pull up. Him. They pull up in the truck, start hooking the wires up. Give him a little kiss. Thank you. Yeah, big kiss. Right. <laughs> Thank you. Air conditioner's back on. It's all about the air conditioner anymore, man. It's all all that matters. Yeah, probably just a coincidence. <laughs> Don't need heating much anymore. <laughs> Not these days. <laughs> Feel like I used to turn the furnace on a lot more. Oh, well. <laughs> it's fine. Who cares? People in Florida don't ever do it. Who cares? They're fine. <laughs> Did you know that an average person drinks 75,000 liters of water in their life? They drink it? Uh-huh. Yes. 75,000 in their life? How long do people live? 75 years? So that's 1,000 liters in their lifetime? So that's like the three a day. Not bad. Good clip. <laughs> Good job. Good job, baby. Keep chugging. <laughs> chug, chug. Did you know that Benjamin Franklin was not a plumber, but Benjamin Franklin Plumbing does strive every day to live up to the values Ben was known for? Reliability, integrity, and innovation. <laughs> Did you get the facts from a plumbing? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I, maybe I did. Get it from the source, I right. guess. Who else is going to have facts about plumbing? They sound like they know what they're talking about. They obviously, they know real plumbing and facts about plumbing. Did you know that Ozzy Osbourne was training to be a plumber before he was going to be Ozzy instead? <laughs> I didn't. He, may, he probably would have done a good job. And he probably would have really liked making people happy with having their plumbing work. Yeah, I have no idea how good of a plumber... It, what a what a tragedy right there on at the crossroads of life and he picked being a plumber and he was really bad at it <laughs> yeah man everything would have sucked if they didn't have black sabbath because ozzy was being a plumber instead yeah but it's also possible that without black sabbath the heavier side of rock never would have taken off in the direction that it did which would have left jazz as the dominant musical paradigm <laughs> man Sabbath is real sweet, though. They're probably the best band of the 60s and 70s. Probably. I agree with that. I would agree with that. Did you know that 95% of the water that comes into her house goes right down the drain? It's not used for anything. It's just right into the drain. Right in? No. We probably use it a little and then put it in the drain. Yeah, right. I don't think... <laughs> 19 times out of 20, I don't think we're just free running the water right down into the drain. Like, oh, yeah, there you go. Keep it wet. I guess. But facts don't lie, baby. If you want to be right. I mean, right. if you're talking about showering and then the shower water goes down the drain, well, yeah, you can't keep it. <laughs> you could if you wanted. You know, I guess there's really nothing. If there's water coming into your house... You could, theoretically, any of it that you get out of the tab, you could keep it. Uh Uh-huh. It's yours. Just think about where you would store it. 
wherever you wanted. It's your house, bitch. <laughs> my my favorite thing that everybody tells each other to do, because, you know, there are just things that everybody tells each other to do and nobody's going to actually do. Like somebody will be like, oh, I'm I'm broke. You know what happens? You're broke. You're you had to pay for something. You're waiting for your next bit of money to come in. You're broke. Someone else would be like, oh, you ought to make a big pot of beans. Nobody's going to sit and eat a big pot of beans for seven days. <laughs> it's just unpleasant. Right. Right. Everything else is unpleasant enough. You're not going to do that. Anybody who tells you to do that has never done it. Right. Now, you know what you ought to do if there's an emergency coming. Fill your bathtub up with water, and then you can drink that sweet bathtub water. Nobody's <laughs> doing that. Nobody's drinking the fucking bathtub water. Nobody keeps their bathtub clean enough to drink the water. What the fuck is wrong with you? Everybody tells each other to do this. It's like telling each other, go vote. <laughs> Go drink the bathtub. Man, I ain't drinking the bathtub. <laughs> you drink the bathtub, bitch. I'm going to drink Diet Coke, and then when I run out, I'm going to kill myself. What did you learn today about plumbing? The Romans were not as dumb as I thought. They hooked up those lead pipes, and then... They went insane for other lead-related reasons. Right, they did. They really dumbed themselves down drinking that wine lead. <laughs> but I always assumed it was the lead pipes that was their... They also had that makeup lead, didn't they? They used to rub oh, lead on their yeah, face. yeah, yeah. That and creating an empire that only functioned through constant expansion and then they ran out of things to take. That was it, brother. Yeah, well, they say patterns repeat and patterns repeat. I feel like there's a bunch of theories about the rise and fall of the Roman Empire. I'll let the historians have that. <laughs> right. You know who does know the true story of the Roman Empire? Uh, Corey. Ask her any questions regarding early Rome, going all the way back to R&R, the big two, Romulus and Remus, drinking that wolf juice. Right. All the way up modern day. Today, Rome, 2022. Right, it's real. It's, it's really a place. It's, it's still it's still there. It's just a lot littler. They're Italians now. Uh -huh. <laughs> you know where you know where has plumbing, Natalie. Harlem Township, just enough, not too much. Harlem Township has all the plumbing and all the sewage you're gonna need, baby. Right, right. They always flush. That's the rule. Harlem Township, when you're here, you can flush. Right. Did you know that this episode was suggested by some members of our sexy Discord? Who is that? Uh, Hunky Chungus, Angela, Avocado Overlord, and Skelly Jelly. So, so many people, they're like, let's talk about plumbing. It sounds very cool. And they were right. They were right. We should have covered this a long time ago. Thank you for your suggestions, all four of you. If you haven't yet, patreon.com slash garbagebrainuniversity is the place to go to get into the Discord and leave your suggestions. If you reply to me on Twitter, I won't see it. I keep <laughs> all of my social media turned off. I only go on there to look at memes and art that I like. I do not receive messages from people. If that sounds antisocial, let me tell you about a little man named John Zuckerberg. <laughs> so thanks again for listening. We'll talk to you again soon. I love you. Good night.